Is Darth Vader my father? Your father he is. Your father was seduced by the dark side of the Force. You must face Darth Vader again. Soon the rebellion will be crushed and young Skywalker will be one of us. The Emperor's made a critical error and the time for our attack has come. General Solo, is your strike team assembled? Right. Chewie, let's see what this piece of junk can do. Welcome everyone to Back in My Day, the uh, not-so-stereotypical millennials speaking once again about Star Wars this time. Uh, we're skipping over a lot of our normal segments as we head closer and closer to Episode 9 and The Mandalorian being out. And uh, you're going to notice that there's a little bit of a cut in our recording here. They're going to jump all of a sudden into a discussion. We're actually recording this after the second half of this episode. <laughs> You'll hear us explain at the end of that too that we just organically, as Mike said, it got into the discussion about Star Wars overall, what everything means to us, and and just sort of our feelings on the on where the 789 state, have yeah. gone and everything, and, and what we wanted out of the original, and if we even wanted sequels, blah, 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 all this stuff. Um, I We just hit record. Stick around for that. Stick around for that. It's, it's pretty deep, and uh, maybe it's long. Hopefully it's entertaining enough. Um, we're going to let that play out after this. So we are hitting record because we didn't want to miss out I'm talking about episode six, Return of the Jedi. I'm going to just very openly for now just say and then throw to you guys that after rewatching these, this is still my favorite one out of all of the Star Wars movies. I have a ranking set up that we can talk about in another episode at another time, especially after nine comes out. Um, But this one is still for that. And we'll get into the reasons why. Um, So I threw to you guys last time. I'm just going to mm-hmm. let it go. You guys, rock, paper, scissors, who wants to go first right. talking about And then about this episode movie. is Michael R. Power and... Hello there, Ian Walter. Yes, so... Thanks for being responsible, Mike. I know where he's <laughs> I'm just... So I'll start and sure. I'll say I've known for a long time that your favorite, movie, that your favorite of the first uh, trilogy was this one. And I've always kind of like, I don't know, not made fun of you for it, but I sort <laughs> like, of made really? fun of you for it. But then I rewatched it, and I was like, holy crap, this one is awesome. I could totally see this being someone's favorite. Like, like it gets a bad rap. It yeah. gets a total bad rap as being the worst of the original trilogy. But even though, like, personally, I think it's the worst, it's like, it's not like the other two are five-star movies and it's a three-star movie. It's like, yeah. they're all five-star movies, and it's maybe... It's a, just down to personal preference at that point. For sure. And I think the Ewok thing is not as... I think that's the reason why people don't like it. And it's not as... It's agree- an easy job. Yeah, it's, it's an like, easy job. It's like the Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, the, but rewatching the OT, it, right? the Ewok is not, things are not as as egregious as I like remember it being. Or people I, say it is. Yeah, it's I, think, only, I think the only stuff that it still isn't... I mean, that's... The beginning of the Ewok stuff is slightly more... Childish, if that's even the right, right term, because I mean they're they're cute, cuddly animals, and and they sort of stumble upon them in the fort. Yeah. I think that, but when they're involved in the battle, and we'll get to the whole Endor stuff mm. after, man, it's so much it's fun. so much fun. It's, it's so awesome. cool. <laughs> and I think the beginning is awesome. The beginning is epic. Oh, it's so good with the uh, Rancor pit. Oh, the Rancor and pit. Luke, Luke actually being a badass Jedi yeah. for the first time. Like 
and fully has, fledged Jedi. Yeah, there. it has so many great moments and lines. And I'm like, does this one have the most iconic lines and moments of all of them? Like, I think that first 40 minutes has it's full great, of them. man. <laughs> yeah. I honestly. And yeah, I could totally see it being someone's favorite. I totally take back if I ever made fun of you. I totally take it back because <laughs> I don't care. It's fine. It's totally it like it totally is an awesome movie. It really plus is. it cannot be understated. Ian McDermott, Emperor Palpatine, what a performance! Yeah, and it's the first time that we see him physically for sure. Um, when that happens, I want to I, I want to touch on all the Jabba the Hutt stuff and and everything before, but we'll, we'll talk about when he comes literally comes on the scene and stuff. Yeah. Um, what I want to touch on before that was one, again, the trekking through the desert scene with 3PO and R2, again, very good. The mm-hmm. way they get the, the way they go into yep. Jabba's palace yeah, is so fun. That. It's so funny. Uh, again, like Ian, like you mentioned quite a bit about um, 3PO speaking for and with R2. Right. And yeah. like uh, the, their their camaraderie is great, even though you know he's sort of speaking for him and everything. Um, and their whole thrust of like, you know, R2 serving drinks and 3PO is the translator and that, yeah. you actually get to see him translate even more and everything. That's um, right. That doesn't seem to be anyone. Let's go back and tell Master Luke. Goodness gracious me. R2 Detoa. The thing that struck me just like it did in Empire when we talked about it, when this movie starts, there's another Death Star. Is that the same Death Star? Are we are we in the past and this is before the previous Death Star? Like you don't really when you if you completely remove yourself from knowing Star Wars, going into this movie in the eighties, blank about how it's going to start. Again, the crawl does explain things, but let's say you walked into the movie late, or let's say the crawl wasn't something as a kid, like you guys mentioned before too, isn't something that really stuck with you as you read through it. It's crazy to me. It's just crazy yeah. that they did that. What's crazy to me is that it made it seem like it was a Death Star, not a Death Star, but a Death Star under construction. Yes, and then yes. it has that twist in the third uh, act where the Death Star is fully operational. Operational, yeah. That's right. a great. Because the whole time it you're is. thinking, oh, it's not ready yet. Yeah, it's not ready so then, yet. They're yeah, gonna get boom. it before it's ready, but it's a trap, right? It's yeah. a trap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that. That's oh, a yeah. great man. And the, so, um, which is not the first spouting of that line, actually. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Princess Leia says it. Ah, oh. so it does. I miss that. It yeah. does the thing yeah. in the movie where it's like you have you kind of like split up all the main characters and you have them each like doing their own thing and each each like has their own mission. So it's like Lando, um, Han, and Leia and Luke. Yeah, Lando's like a general in the fleet. Yeah, and so it's like it's got like ticking clock, ticking clock where it's like each what each is doing is dependent on like the other sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that um actually wife power was like really critical of this movie of it was like you could remove Luke from the third act and nothing would change. Right? Except for the fact that the Darth Vader would not have thrown the emperor over. Yeah, but they were on the Death Star so they would have died. So both of them still would have died. But that's that's sort of where it comes down to the importance of the character 
drama versus the actual. But you know how there's like this critique. The I'm not saying so. Yeah, like I know what you're saying. Like the character moment of it is, I think, worth it, and I, I don't. But I'm saying there is a critique to be made there, and it's the same critique that people have against Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is like you could remove Indiana Jones from the movie, and everything would would um, happen just the way what just the way it did. The Nazis would find the Ark and open it. And that, that's a big critique on Raiders, and the, you can make the same critique of Luke on the third act, that what he does is inconsequential, right? Yeah. And that's a critique. I'm like, wow, I never I thought of it that way. I always thought what he was doing was so important. One thing I think Dave mentioned, you were saying how he's more focused on, once he figures out Darth Vader's his father, that kind of becomes his mission. Is to kind of see that through to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, inside he's of not. Return of the Jedi. He knows that everything's going on. Obviously, but he's already on. What Endor. he's doing is not really helping the rebellion. No, right? it's but not. Yeah. I don't know. Never, it's not. But isn't that weird? It, even in a New yes. Hope, he was never there to solve all of the rebellion until the, until the very end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but it without just him, sort of played out best, that way. Without him, in the first one, the Death Star wouldn't have been destroyed. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Well, we also argued too that without Han, it wouldn't have been destroyed. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. That's a good example of them giving both the characters purpose. Well, I, Whereas I think, in this movie, I think Luke's, Luke's purpose is it changes though. His purpose changes. I think that's the point. Well, I, I, the one thing, the, I, the one argument yes, I maybe would have, have blown up without him, and they all would have died. Exactly. So you could. It's the same thing as the Raiders argument, right? Which we, I'm not holding against Raiders. If I still Luke's, think Raiders is a great movie, but I'm if saying Luke's not in the Emperor's throne room, distracting both him and okay, Darth I was Vader. About to say that. Then maybe the Emperor and Darth Vader get involved in the fight. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. That's yeah. the one you could argue that he's distracting them. That's the yeah. one argument you can make. But that's that's still like it's compared to what the other said. Yeah, it's not supposed to be said. It's not explicitly said, but yeah. with with how z- extra zen he is in this movie, yeah. I think, and how much it seems like but he's a little bit more in. It's kind of lame to boil down his story as like he's distracting them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, it's not just that. I yeah. I think I think it's less that mm-hmm. and more his own thing with his father and with the emperor and mm-hmm. stuff. I think the distraction thing. He's probably very aware of it. But I don't think that's the only. Re- that's not the main reason why. He's so there. without him distracting also, them, it's a they battle would've... for his Possibly. soul, mm-hmm. and how that plays out. If if he didn't sort of win that battle for his soul and his father's soul, sure, the Death Star might have blown up, but he would have been on the dark side of that whole equation, right? So he ends up being the hero, even though he wasn't really involved in blowing up the Death Star. Because of the choices he made, and and he's also he's also doing a lot of this with Vader and the Emperor and all that at the end of the movie for his own sake, right? Mm-hmm. He's not just doing it for the rebellion. Like he need, he's been told by Yoda that he needs to confront this. He even says like, right? "Oh, I shouldn't have come to you guys. I'm ruining because Vader." Vader. Yeah. Um, he says it right before they even him. go. Yeah. Before they even get to Endor, he's I shouldn't have come. You know, yeah. it's, it's not really. I, I'm endangering the mission. He says so, it multiple times in one scene. He's important to the movie because he saves Han and Leia in the first act, but you could remove him yeah. from the third act and it wouldn't, you know what I mean? It's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, but then you can look at it like, what if he had taken the Emperor's bait and struck down Darth Vader and sort of given into the dark side and maybe they all still blow up, but then you've got this kind of message of, I don't know, him slipping into the dark side. Like, it doesn't... It, yeah, but then they're all dead. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's more of, like, a question of how the Force... It, it comes down to... It the boils down to how they everything. they explore that idea of the balance of the Force. And yeah. I don't think it really works as a story if if he doesn't have that moment with, with, like, redeeming his father. I'm just saying, like, imagine they 
just wrote it a bit differently and gave him something, some some reason for him to be on the Death Star. And they, you know what I mean? Like reason as far as the overall like rebellion yeah, plan? like 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 um, Han and Leia had to lower the shields yeah. so that the Lando fleet could get in yeah. and destroy the new Death Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like what and like imagine the third prong thing that Luke had to do. Like I don't know what it is, but his whatever he was doing whatever. was inconsequential to the to the plan. But in Empire, he goes off on his own to save his friends, neglecting his Jedi obligations, mm-hmm. and now he's kind of going off neglecting the mission with his friends to satisfy or resolve the whole, like, what am I doing with the Force? Who is this man that calls himself my father? Like, Well, and I, I, th- and I think he's very much, it goes back again to what I just said about the Yoda thing too. I think he's very much like, I need to do this, mm-hmm. right? I need, I need to confront him. I, this needs to happen. And it takes him a little while to realize oh, crap, if I am part of this mission or if I come to this mission and it's a mistake, I, I need to do something about this. So he knows that Vader can sense him. He stays there. Vader comes there, and then he sort of goes. So, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like I, But his plan initially was to be with Han and Leia and everybody. So, like, okay, okay you're kind of slowing me a bit. So it's like if he didn't, if he didn't um, give himself up, uh, Vader would have hunted down Han and Leia. Well, yeah, because he was yeah, on Endor. Yeah. He came to Endor. Yeah. So if he stayed with yeah. them, Vader would have right. come. He, so he was, was like Vader dis- was there for Luke, and Luke no- knew yeah. that. So he so removed he was, himself from that so mission. So distracting Vader and the Emperor was crucial to the plan. He was playing their game, yeah. and yeah. if he didn't, then they just would have used well, he, force to wipe the yeah. floor with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. He would. He would. He gave himself up. I mean, it's obviously. I mean, I don't think it's like I don't up. like I don't think it's the strongest argument. I think like wife yeah. power's argument of like it's a good point of though. like you know he totally. could have you could have removed him in the third act is still kind of valid, but like yeah. like there is a sort of a defense. Yeah, there is a defense. Yeah. But I, I completely can can see why. Yeah, someone, would someone that, watching sure. that would be like, "What's he doing? The, yeah, like, like, what's he, he just, doing to help the rebellion? Up? <laughs> yeah, why is he just like on his own selfish mission? Yeah. Like, come on, man! <laughs> where did that the, green lightsaber you're, come you're from? The strongest <laughs> one. Like, do also, something where did that green better. Come from? <laughs> yeah, but um, I love it. I love it. I love the whole. Like, I'm just saying. Like, that was the the wife yeah. the wife powers. Yeah, culture. like I love the whole like the the whole like push and pull between like him and the dark side and. And the emperor, and the emperor just like playing games with him, and just being like, "You're already like, like the emperor is like, like you're you're already my like, calling him his pupil, like yep. you know what I mean? Like he's messing with him. He's like, you're my pupil already, and like we've already done. With Vader and Empire, yeah, they're playing the word games and the it's mind interesting. games and stuff it's while like, they're battling. Yeah. And rewatching it, it's like watching it for the first time. You kind of and Mark Hamill does a pretty good job, and you kind of are unsure, and you're like, "Oh shit, is he like? Yeah, is he gonna turn? Yeah, it's you very know? intense." Yeah. And, and, and it's it's one of the reasons why I really love this movie too is that that is a very I mean it's I guess it's a little bit of a slower burn because the fight takes some time I mean obviously they they cut between them all but that's why I like this movie so much and uh, is that they have Endor they have the Death Star in space battle and they have this battle as well all going on all going on mm-hmm. that's a very time. epic yeah. feel to it yeah right? and I just I think that's what drives this one home and I really like the whole Jabba stuff that, that we've we've jumped off at a little bit right. and all. but that first half hour of the movie before oh, that's great they separate it's it's just like th- those two alone everything in between I, not take it or leave it but the beginning and the end can be mm-hmm. just that movie and it would it would probably still be right right up there if not my favorite 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, and I like that that is actually a pretty big, it's, it's a dark contrast and it's a slower contrast compared to the other two battles that are happening. And I think that makes more sense based on why he's there, who he's fighting with, what's going on and stuff. And I think that that works w- extremely well. Yeah. That's the way, I don't know, that's the way I see that, that whole like ending battle or battles. Yeah, it was stuff, also so. my favorite when I was a kid just because it's a lot more fun, I think, out of all three of them. It was it's, your favorite too, yeah? It was when I was growing up and then as I started to revisit them and rewatch them, <laughs> that's when I started uh, feeling the emotion and the gravity of Empire Strikes Back. Sure. That's when it started to take over as the more prominent film in my mind. But uh, And the Ewoks Return get the a bad rap, man. They well, get a bad rap. They're actually when I was a kid, like, like, I loved playing. I had this, I think it was Micro Machine Star right. Wars. It was like a set where they had all the Ewok booby traps in the yeah. indoor forest. And, nice. Like, <laughs> you, you found creative ways on how to like destroy the ATSDs mm-hmm. and destroy the stormtroopers. Right? The yeah. thing is, like, it doesn't... like. It's it is kind of cheese when you're watching the Ewok scenes because you're like, when did they set this all up and how did they know like this guy was gonna walk here and like right. they sort of like throw rocks at a stormtrooper and then like knocks him out and I'm just like why are you wearing armor if a little like two foot <laughs> thing big thing can throw a rock at you and knock two, you out the two giant uh, uh, yeah. pieces of wood that just crush yeah the like, ATL, thing, yeah. just. I love that. Yeah, I just but love it, you know, that. it's and it's almost Chewie like a Home Alone kind of <laughs> vibe. Yeah, it's like I got the Home Alone feels. Like they have this like intricate <laughs> like alone Star Wars booby style. traps. Yeah, and it's like well, it's not meant to like think logically. It's meant to just be fun for kids. I think. It, yeah, I think that's yeah. that's the gist of it. It's it, that's the most fun mm-hmm. the movie has. But even even the even the um, Jabba's barge and stuff. That whole scene, even when they're about to walk the plank and go in the rancor pit, like. That's that's a fun scene as well. What do you think oh, of the Sarlacc? Yeah, yeah, Sarlacc. yeah. Just a Sarlacc. The Rancor. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, the way that uh, uh, Boba Fett Boba? goes out? I so, love it. So yeah. here's I the think thing. it's so funny. Yeah, I think it's funny too. <laughs> it's so, where so, White Power is like that's how he dies. That's so lame. I was like, well, I don't he know. just looks cool. It's Doesn't fun. mean yeah, he's gonna go exactly. out. Exactly. Han Solo gets him. I always thought yeah, it would be right, funny Solo if they him, yeah. were to make a Boba Fett movie if it was either him or someone who picked up his mantle, but basically, like, that whole idea of him crawling out of the Starlock Pit, like, maybe he didn't mm. actually die, Yeah, um, would have been a cool thing to explore, especially because the way he went out wasn't very That's the thing. You cinematic. can never make a Boba Fett prequel movie because in the back of your mind, you always know he dies in the most lamest way. So he can be as badass as you want in his own movie, but you always know that he dies in this lame-ass way. Well, and then there's... When they were going to make the show or movie yeah. about him, the, when they were saying that, I think it was supposed to be a prequel, I think. Mm-hmm. Or I think they were assuming that it was going to be. And, you know, Mandalorian takes place when it takes place. It's the same sort of character. It occupies that... Sort of real estate, and when mind, they right? when they talk about them being sent to the pit, they don't say that they die immediately. They say that it's a slow death. Mm, true. The argument is that if it's a slow death and he's that good of a bounty hunter, maybe he finds his way out. Right. right? Mm. And I think, you know, I, I get I get that. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he's alive. I don't yeah, know. I mean, and, and <laughs> I there's always those possibilities. I want him to do more. <laughs> I think that's what it is. And for me, yeah. I'll maintain there's always going to be these spinoffs. There's going to be new stories, and some of them are going to be related to the old stories. If they execute it in a, you know, 
if they do it in a good way, then I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that and stuff. Um, uh, let it die. Do not bring back both. Let the past die. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Kill it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Kill it. The, the one other one of the major things I want to I want to mention is that when he goes to see Yoda, and Yoda passes away, and then afterwards, Obi Wan sees him, or Obi Wan shows up as a Force ghost, and drops the bomb that Leia is his sister. Yeah. And that whole discussion is a much much more. Late, uh, laid out and and much deeper discussion than I remember it being. Um, I haven't watched it in a few years or haven't watched that part really attentively. Actually, in a few as I years. recall, he plays coy, but then once he realizes Luke's figured it out, he's like, "All right, there's no use hiding." Yeah, it it's not like, yeah. "Hey, I'm I'm Ben Kenobi and Leia's your sister." Okay, bye. Like mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a you're right. It's a much more uh, larger Luke discussion. Luke says, "Leia, Leia's yeah. my sister." Yeah. yeah. You told me Vader betrayed and murdered my father. Your father was seduced by the dark side of the Force. He ceased to be Anakin Skywalker and became Darth Vader. When that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. You were our only hope. Yoda spoke of another. The other he spoke of is your twin sister. But I have no sister. To protect you both from the Emperor, you were hidden from your father when you were born. That is the reason why your sister remains safely anonymous. Leia. Leia is my sister. Your insight serves you well. Yeah, I, I wrote, I said, never mind the Luke, I am your father revelation. Leia being Luke's sister, knowing that from Yoda and Obi-Wan, to me, felt bigger. Mm. when I watched this last huge. week. Yeah. So I, maybe, that. but again, like I mentioned when we talked about Empire, the way that it's delivered, mm. the way that it's figured out, whether it's the writing or the fact that they have this discussion that's a little bit more stretched out and a little has a little bit more time to breathe and you're kind of understanding what they're saying at the same time. I think maybe for me anyway, that's why it almost felt like this was a bigger deal or revelation than the I mean, it, it's not as big of a thing. I, I would, you can argue, obviously, but this felt more maybe emotional than the Luke than I am your father from the previous movie. Maybe that's just me, and it's. I it's don't possible. Know. I I found the I love you I know scene to be actually pretty emotional mm -hmm. in yes. the sense that I'm yes. really invested in Han Solo, and all of a sudden I don't know if he's going to come back. So mm -hmm. yeah. it's like his story has come to an end almost at that point. Uh, but it, it, different strokes, I guess. Like it depends on which characters you you really identify with. So if you're not sort of invested in Han Solo, then you're not gonna feel that that's or you don't believe the love story between right. Them. Then you're not gonna feel it has you don't any believe weight, the chemistry. Yeah. If you do buy into the fact that she's intrigued by this handsome rogue who yeah. comes in saves the day out of nowhere, then you're kind of more inclined to buy into. I didn't right? even think that. Yeah, Dave, you really make a really good point because I didn't. <laughs> the Luke, I am your the I am no, I am your father thing is obviously a big spoiler, but the Luke Leia sister brother thing is also a big spoiler. It's just as big. You have yeah. you have no hint of it no. until that point. Yeah, they're little, they're kissing in the first movie. You know, well, that's long. the thing, and and people will always go back to that, and it's kind of like a Game of Thrones esque like <laughs> like situation. <laughs> All but, the greatest franchises but have I incest. Always <laughs> looked at that as purely from a make Han jealous standpoint. So. She's not doing it out of, I know he's my brother, I'm going to kiss him. She's doing it because she likes Han and she wants to make him feel jealous. 
Yeah. In the first one when they kiss? You yeah. But no, they, he's not even no, there. No, it's not the first one. It's at the beginning of Empire Strikes Empire. Back. Uh, it's after the... After they rescue him. After so, they rescue yeah. Luke. And then Luke she kisses back, him because she's mad back. at Han. Yeah. And um, then Luke is just some young, like, teen who's... Young whippersnapper. Yeah, yeah. who's <laughs> just, like, loving the fact that she chose him over Han. But the way again, I look at it... There's no... There's nothing deeper than that. It doesn't go any deeper than that. So for people to poke at that and be like, well, I can't believe they kiss with their... First of all, they didn't know that they were going to be brother and sister. Yeah, Second they both all, had no idea. Well, yeah. no, no, the, the way I look at it is that the writers of the movie didn't know. No, but they didn't. But then yeah. at the same time, it's not such a it's not such a consequential like it's not such a thing that like breaks the game because it's mm-hmm. they're not doing it out of love. They're doing it out of the fact that she wants to make Han jealous. That that's yeah, the that, way that's I the purpose looked. of that. Okay, of that kiss kissing her, your yeah. brother to make your. <laughs> Boyfriend but jealous they don't know, is just weird. But, they don't know. but they that's don't what I'm saying. Like right. the writers didn't know. Like if they'd known, they wouldn't have. Well, put and Luke that and Leia in. don't know either. Right? That's what when I say they well, don't know, know, the two of them didn't know. Beans. And characters. I always think of yeah. I'll go back to Back to the Future because <laughs> another that's a scene. But that's a scene <laughs> where he literally like his mother kisses him in like a somewhat romantic saying yeah. they're at the yes. prom or whatever. <laughs> That's or what the, I was sorry, not the prom, the yeah. enchantment yes. under the sea dance. Yeah. Uh, but immediately it kind of feels weird and like he's But like, he knows, right? But so even it's... she makes a line of like, oh, it feels like I'm kissing my brother. So yeah. it's like <laughs> I feel like that happened, but they didn't explore it as a, like an actual romantic plot, like totally. plot thread. It was just like that happened. They didn't say how it felt. Like it's not like Leia was like, hmm, I really like that. I want to go back for more." No, <laughs> but did the writer, did the writers not know that they were going to make them? They didn't the know at the movie? time. Okay. It was so decided it after. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not one of those things. Like people love. You're to right. It doesn't break that. it though. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't break, break the wheel. You have to understand the writers didn't know. Right. Oh yeah, 100%. But the, yeah. people use that as like a like a huge plot hole. It's like it's not a plot hole. It just happened because she was trying to make Han jealous and they didn't know that they were siblings. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that's it. It's pretty straightforward. All, yeah. Whether the writers knew or not. It's like if no... they knew, they clearly wouldn't have written they would have made her kiss like Chewie or something. But even if they did know, the characters don't know. That would have been a fun. That's yeah, what it comes exactly. down to. Yeah. Right? The characters didn't know, so it doesn't matter if the writers knew or not. Right. Well, yeah, I guess it's yeah. It's if John, it's John know, Snow then, all over again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't yeah, know, and then he knew, and he felt weird about <laughs> it. Except <laughs> they, the writers knew at that point. That's the. That's the oh point. yeah, they knew for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones is his uh, other beast. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna give a quick shout out just so you guys can laugh at me that C3PO was a god. Just so you guys. Oh know. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's uh, a deity. <laughs> he's a deity. Yeah. Um. So Amazing. there's that. And I used to have fun of you for um, C3PO being your favorite character, but he has the greatest um, comedic moments in all of the trilogy. In all of them. And you yeah. like funny characters, so yeah. I can totally see it. That's why, yeah. yeah. And, and he, has, he actually does a lot in Empire and stuff, too. Yeah. Which you didn't touch on too, too much when we talked about it. But I thought he was such a side character, but he's much more integral than I remembered. Yeah, I mean, him, yeah. And, him and R2 are in it so much, especially together, mm-hmm. to start two out of the three movies, basically, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. I always yeah. find it funny how he's the first to discover that the Empire is actually at the best spin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he can't do anything about it because they, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they take him out. <laughs> he's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, you're right. It's sort of the comedic relief yeah. thing that, that I like about him. And he's stuff. got, yeah, he's got uh, comedic timing for a robot. Yeah. yeah. For a ro- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's fluent in so many languages. Yeah. Um, he gets it. But you never hear him speak any of the languages other than English, do you? But he understands you them d- listening. You do when he's in Jabba's palace. But he, he doesn't, he only, does he only speak English? He listens no, to No, no, he languages. speaks, he speaks oh, to okay. Jabba and he speaks to, he speaks to, um, 
when Leia is the the bounty hunter that comes right. in, he speaks to her as well gotcha. when she pulls out the, I'm presumably fake thermal detonator. Thermal detonator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So we we mentioned it a little. We didn't really talk about it in Empire, but we mentioned it in uh, in the first Star Wars. Um. Mike, you you mentioned it. You brought it up. The the stuff from the special edition, the sort of additions oh, to the movie. God, yeah. The I, I just reminded me because yeah. of the Jabba's palace stuff, like. This, the the breakout into song yeah, is that's bad. Whatever. Just, I think it doesn't help that it doesn't really age well. Yeah, like it doesn't. Yeah, really, that nineties, that nineties CGI very is obvious. Yeah, that it is. It's dates. like layered on in front yeah. of the rest of the movie. Yeah, I yeah. think it's unfortunate, but I agree. I think if they had tried that scene when they made the movie, it would be less With jarring. Yeah. It would just be oh, totally. kind of a cheesy scene then. Yeah. We just accept as part of the absolutely, the but it also would be yeah, it would be like the puppets, or yeah. it'd be someone in in a suit or whatever. But it it wouldn't be as quote unquote animated. They wouldn't be running around as much, and it's just like when I watched it, there was a one. I don't know what the name of the characters are. The 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 sort of male singer comes up to the screen with like his open mouth, <laughs> I know. and you can oh, see like the so slobber kind of hanging from it. And I go, this is just them showing off that yeah, they can yeah. do it. Yeah, but that's what it felt like. It's just it's unnecessary. It's like a thirty to forty second break that is just doesn't need to Thanks be there. Yeah, it's, yeah, so, it doesn't. But doesn't then they move on. The yeah, but then they move on, and I then know. Luke shows up, and all that cool shit happens. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's um, just it's something you roll your eyes at for half a minute, and then it goes on. But what about the about so it, yeah. what about the end? Because yeah, yeah, I was gonna say what about the when yeah. they when they destroy the the new Death Star and the yeah. Emperor. There's like all these like shots of like fireworks and all the planets. Was that were those added out? Those were added. I don't remember those. those. Added, yeah, those were those added because of the knowledge of the prequels. Because right. they've now re-released these movies, they were able to show like the Gungans yes. celebrating, and yeah. they were able to show. And those, are, those, and those scenes look cheesy as hell. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. it, it was their attempt at tying them together, right? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. like replacing Anakin with Hayden Christensen. So, so this more... this ties into the like discussion that everyone's gonna hear but it's yeah. like everyone is celebrating with fireworks and then 20 years later the first order comes in yeah. and it's like nope you're not free that sucks that's lame it's it sucks but yeah, yeah no I, I think the um i i like i like the way it ends i like i like the way they end everything yeah, I like, with the party with the ewoks i like all that stuff. all that yeah. stuff's great yeah i think it all i think it all really works and now i mentioned that i really like how there's a bunch of stuff happening at the end mm-hmm. and i know i've heard from other people that there's an argument that that's what they they actually don't like that. Like, there's feel like there's too much going on. Hmm. But I actually think that that's why the end of the movie is extra good. I don't know. Do you guys? Are I like you guys it. somewhere in between. Yeah. Or? I think I already talked about that. I it has it. a very epic feel. May the force be with us. We've got to be able to get some kind of reading on that shield up or down. Well, how could they be jamming us if they don't know? If we're coming, break off the attack. The shield is still up. I get no reading. Are you sure? Pull up! All craft, pull up! Take a base of action. Green goo. Stick across the holding sector and each other. Admiral, we have enemy ships in sector 27. It's a trap! Multifaceted. There's the fight on the ground. There's the fight in the sky. And then there's that that cerebral battle between mm-hmm. uh, Luke and. It's it's awesome. Darth I love Vader when movies do that. When a yeah, movie so can do I. it well and have like all like um like three groups of characters or three characters that you care about. Like 
each doing something that's leading towards one goal, and you're like kind of cutting between the three. Like Stranger Things does it really well. I was well. just gonna say, and you're cutting Stranger between the Things three and each, just did that. Yeah, each group. Has, it's like, <laughs> like that. Did did this movie start that sort of that sort of storytelling? That sort of. Well, and I'm, I'm gonna try to consider story, Luke's role more intently next time I watch Return yeah, of the Jedi. I but I will, yeah, I will too. say that I I do think that without his involvement being on the Death Star, that Emperor and Darth Vader are gonna be wrecking shop. The rest of the rebellion. Yeah, if, if he's yeah, they're going to be kicking ass all over. Yeah, because they're sure. more concerned <laughs> with like how can Luke be a part of our ongoing regime and yeah. how can we turn him into. So the dark he is side? distracting them. Oh, is of course, his... that, that's my stance. Okay. That's I think especially that's what I was thinking is. was the only was the only argument that I could see. Yeah, yeah. the fu- the yeah. funniest thing I've I've heard and it's <laughs> it's a legit argument I think is that. Vader when <laughs> when Luke's basically about to die. Yeah. And he's getting electrocuted constantly. You know, he's on his on his back begging, Father, Father. And Vader takes how long? Oh, so to long. Be like, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Oh, I guess I should save my son. <laughs> it's dramatic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really it's a thinking little it. too much. Yeah, it goes I mean, a little too long. I think one less look, one less maybe. you know, back and forth would have been better. But and like he doesn't well, that, he doesn't have a hand, so he's doing it all with yeah. one hand. Well, that's the other thing about the special edition. They added an extra no. In I thought it was a lame death. To more be machine it's, now it's than okay. man. And more machine you could argue man, that the that. machine yeah. part got just yeah. completely destroyed. And he's like, I think it's sort of hinted like, oh, I'm already. He says like, I'm already dying. Take off my mask. I want to see your face. Yeah. And I think I think it's it's not like explicitly said, but I I gathered it was because the emperor's lightning like had whatever. Yeah. killed him, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah that, that's, I think that's, I think that's and, just what it is. You yeah, could also yeah. argue that it's dark forces keeping him alive from the moment he becomes Darth Vader mm-hmm. when he's he's rotting as a Deep. half corpse on Mustafar yeah. and it's the Emperor who's helping keep him alive yeah. with the from Emperor that moment dead. to the yeah. end. Yeah. And so it's really, yeah. that's just, there's no reason for him to live after. Yeah, and I, and I forgot, I actually completely forgot about the shots in in these movies of him being in like his little pod where he, they put his helmet on and you see the back of his head. Yeah, it's creepy. I completely forgot. That's Empire, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's Empire. That's Empire. But yeah. I just, I forgot that you got a hint of the fact that he's like this pale, shriveled guy. It's a really cool effect when he takes off Vader's mask. Like, yeah. That's a really cool, it's great. like the it way really it comes fits. off and peels off. It's, it's got the, the, the piston sound. Yeah, and the way... With his voice and everything. The too, mechanics breathing. are under him with breathing. Like, it's cool. Yeah, like, it's, it's really cool, yeah. Imagine it. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, lo- I yeah, this is this is still this is my, your, yeah, this is my favorite one. It, yeah. it solidified it when I watched it again. Yeah, I think. I could see that. Uh, it, it, well, it, it gives actually, a good end. Like, even though Empire Strikes Back is my favorite, it's mm-hmm. not an end to the story. There mm-hmm. is, like, mm-hmm. unless you consider the Empire to be the protagonist. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, other than Everyone's that, got their own thing. Yeah, right? it it's, like, it it's almost like <laughs> Thanos winning in, uh, you know, spoiler yeah. alert, in the end of Infinity War. <laughs> mm. But, uh, yeah, it's it's similar. There's similar vibes to that. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you carry on the story, story. You need that happy ending inside of Return of the Jedi. And yeah, so I think is, it, it works as an overall trilogy. I, there's no better trilogy in my mind than Star Wars mm-hmm. trilogy. So. The original. Yeah, the yeah. original yeah. Star too. Wars trilogy. Yeah. I think it's the best trilogy. I don't think you'll find a trilogy with the same three quality movies. Like, each movie is just a I, I would argue Indiana classic. Jones is very, very oh, close. Oh, yeah, you're right. Very it is close. close. It is close. I, I think. Um, it's close. We need to yeah. do an episode of the best trilogy of all time. Yeah, Com- that'd be cool. Coming. Um, but I, um, we may have just spoiled the number one. I just want to yeah. say, so like it ended, and the new ones didn't come out until much later. So in your mind, what happened in the galaxy after this movie? Like when you left this movie, and you sort of 
went to bed and you imagined um, where the characters went after this movie, what did you what did you see? Like if we didn't know that seven eight yeah, nine were if you ever didn't know be seven, a thing, nine, yeah. Before those came out, what was your? Because in my mind, it's like the Emperor is defeated. Luke starts training new Jedi. Leia becomes a Jedi. Leia and Han sort of get married, so ha- get their happy little so after. In my mind, after. it's not all that different. It's just that the events are skewed by the time we get to, I guess, 30 years from Return of the Jedi. So in my mind, it's still Luke creating a new order of Jedi, and it's Han and Leia starting a family mm-hmm. and maybe trying to, like, Leia's probably still involved with the Republic, trying to, you know, take control of the galaxy and yeah. keep repel evil and all this, but... There's probably still a bit of a remnant of the Empire to be dealt with, but it's mainly going to be Luke training new Jedi, trying to restart the Order, and then Han and Leia doing their own kind of family on the side. And I think that largely that kind of happens. It's just the way that those events unfold are vastly different the, by the, the time you the get to... The details in between. Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah the details in between. Yeah, I, I would say that... Um, not not far off. I, I think my assumption, at least when I was younger, was, oh, everyone lived happy, happy yeah, ever same, after. Yeah. It is what it is. Maybe they all And Luke went on to be, like, even more of a Jedi badass and went on to, like, destroy all the evil of the Empire. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but that's, that's the, that's the, the, uh, the, that's the um, positive hero's journey yeah. conclusion, uh, continued story mm-hmm. that you might think. I, 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 never, um, I never thought too, too much about it, honestly. Like, I never thought... I, I just let it happen. If there was a book that I read, and there was only really a couple that I've I've read even since then. I don't I don't go too too deep into the the texts of all no, that stuff. I haven't read. I've only read a couple, and have never completed like one of those sort of like mini series that they do. So I'm, I should catch up on stuff like that. But I, I would, I to me it was Luke, Leia, and Han. Like everyone's sort of doing their own thing to try and make sure that the evil doesn't grow to what it was. Yeah. Mm. Regardless of what they actually did, I don't think I ever really deeply thought about what exact detail they did. I think I just figured, yes, Leia for sure is more involved. She's the princess. She's going to be higher up as a ranking, and she's sort of going to be the leader of that. But I never, I don't think I ever thought to myself, now that this is done, it's Leia's chance to be a Jedi. Mm. I never thought that. One bit. Because it was never what she did anyways. Like, it was never her path why all of a sudden she just switched to do that? Me like, re-watching these, I really think that they were leaning into her becoming a Jedi. I agree. I agree. But yeah. I don't, I don't, I, 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 what I'm saying is after I watched these movies and didn't know that 789 was a thing, I never assumed that Leia was next to mm. be a Jedi. I figured Luke is a Jedi, whoever else is already a Jedi is, but we didn't know that there were really any left. He was, he, no, he was, was kind of and he, like, the last, like if the last was, Jedi. If, well, he was the yeah. last Jedi at the end of this movie. If you right? like took a step back, this story could be like, it's like, cause Obi-Wan says the Jedis used to be the, like, inter, like the police, like the Green Lanterns of the universe. And then it's like, they, then like the Emperor like wiped them all out so he could take over. Then it's like, they came down to the last string and Darth Vader and Luke was the last hope and he survived and he beat the Empire and then the Jedis are back sort of. And he he ushers the new Jedi, um, yeah, yeah. That's what I always it's, thought. It's, totally. It's, yeah. uh, and so you're seeing the you're seeing those three movies where like where there was the one disruption and the Jedi's almost got wiped out. And mm-hmm. you're seeing that like how they almost got wiped out, but then Luke saved them. And yeah, yeah. It's always an interesting concept to me. This idea of bringing balance to the Force, because what does that really mean in terms of if you're building up a order of Jedi? 
you have an abundance of light force users, isn't there going to be dark darkness to rise to meet it? That's that's and what vice they say, versa, yeah. right? So if you have yep. a dark force like say you know Snoke in the First Order creeping up on the galaxy, you're going to have a a force of light rise to meet it. So I think there's this perpetual uh, but idea. But if Luke of was killed, then the light would have been dead. He was like the last. Like if he was oh, killed in Jedi? Yeah. 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 Or Empire or whatever. I think but, that the force would have been like or Leia. neutralized. I guess Leia was the last hope. Leia, yeah, I guess yeah, Leia would have technically been, been the last. Yeah. But but she also wasn't to the level, I yeah. guess, that Luke was and stuff. But yeah, the, the balance stuff, which we haven't really gone the into too, too much. I mean, it's a whole other discussion. Yeah, they talk about, about it a lot. It is important to what Yeah, they, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, the force is sort of this, like like they say, it binds everything together. There has to be balance and stuff. And there's a whole... So group if the of argument is like, oh, if there's a light side, there's always a dark side. Maybe in the next movie, it's like, just get rid of the Jedi forever, because then you get rid of the evil. I think that they're. Like, I really like hope that Luke they explore. <laughs> like that's what? what that's what part of what Luke Holy is doing. Crap. The Jedi cool. need to die Jedi for to a die. particular reason. That's one wow. of his arguments, and that's the thing too. Yeah. And I really hope that they explore some more of that inside of Episode Nine because I yeah. think that you really look at if if the Jedi are so fearful of the dark the dark force and all that, and they're really ignoring it and trying to suppress it, then obviously that's going to create some sort of void or natural lift inside of the dark forces to rise to meet the light side. So I think it's interesting. I think that Rey is kind of the one character that we've started to see, and Luke inside of Return of the Jedi when he's sort of dabbling with the dark side, but I think she's also exploring the the nature of the dark side, and I think there's something to be said for... What's going to be annoying is if in the third movie, it's all about Rey being pulled to the dark side and blah, 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 and then she ends up going to the light side. It's like, oh, she just, that's just Luke's arc <laughs> redone, right? I mean, yeah, they're, they're, I mean they're, they're, obviously you, they're going to try. He's already already has tried. So if they pull her to the dark me, side, so. that would be awesome if she went darker. Like, just do something different than what they did with Luke. Different, different would be nice, yeah. I think. Um, a similar path doesn't bother me because they've already hinted, just like an empire, like, join me as father and son. Mm-hmm. Kylo wanted Kylo to join says, it. "Join me." Yeah, you know they really like, are the same character. Yeah, they're they're very similar. Yeah. And but he also, especially in seven, says that you know I mean he's off basing himself off his uncle. You know all that mm-hmm. stuff. So but like, I that, love that's the all. dynamic between Kylo Ren and Rey. I think that there's think it's cool. a lot more to be explored there. So yeah, it'll be interesting we'll see, to see they how they wrap up. Yeah, how deep? Okay, so Episode that will lead nine. into our discussion that we already had, <laughs> I guess, and we'll get really really deep into. Um, just how we feel about the series overall. I think of the franchise overall, where we about where to they go, took where we, it after these three movies. Where we took it yeah. after, why we thought it may have been a good choice or not, where we might have wanted it to go. All of that stuff gets deeper and deeper. So, um, if you want to hear a little bit more of our ramblings or a lot more of our ramblings um, in other Star Wars episodes or many others, uh, Mike, where can everybody find us? Find us at Day Back In on social media, and uh, Back in My Day podcast on iTunes and your favorite podcast catcher. Exactly. Catch our podcast. Catch it. Catch it everywhere. Give us some ratings. Uh, tell your friends, all that fun stuff. And we're going to see everybody next time. Thanks very much for joining us. 